0: Shri Matrenamha, the Divine Blessings of our Mother Divine Lord Mathur and Father Divine Lord Mahadeva, we are continuing to discuss the Holy Lalithasasanaam. In the previous episodes, we have discussed some of the Ni Nisabda Namas. Today in continuation of it, Nirupadar Nidishwara, which essentially means, Nirupadi Nidishwara essentially means, Upadi means having a base or a body. Therefore, having a finite limitation. Nirupadi essentially means there is no limitation in whichever dimension we talk about and think about. Nirishvara means there is no bigger God or Goddess than you. To discuss these two Namas, we have to go back to the origins of Laltasastra Namam and the divine Leela that happened which Bhagavan Highgriva explains to Saint Agastya in the Brahmanda Purana in the Lalita Charitam which is called Lalita Sthavam composed and written by Vedavyasa or Narayana himself in one of the Astadasa Mahapuranas or the 18 Puranas which is Brahmanda Purana in which the Lalita Sastnamam, Lalita story and the whole Lalita Pakhyanam Upakhanyam or the sub chapters on Lalita Devi comes up in the Brahmanda Purana. There, when Bandhasura started becoming extremely strong and started making everybody weak by absorbing their essence, their vitality, all the Gods became absolutely weak Now, if we were to read this Purana as a story or a screenplay that happened sometime as a fictitious one, then it's of no use to us. The beauty of Sanatana Dharma, which is a way of life, is applicable as long as there is life in the cosmos. Therefore, it is as applicable to us today as it was hundred and thousand years ago, and it would be as applicable in future as well as long as there is life. That is the reason our faith Sanatana Dharma is called a way of life and not just a religion or faith. Now, bandhasura exists in this upadhi, which we call the body. All our bodies also have bandhasura. You might be wondering: all of us are born during the cycle of birth and death to innumerable mothers and fathers in different janmas, and after the body meets with its end as a death because there is no beginning without an end and there is no end without a beginning the cycle of birth and death continues and every time that body is left that body is burnt down or buried and therefore again the new life begins which is the story of bandhasura which is all of us who have gone through different birth and death cycles. Now this Bandhasura who absorbed all the vitality of the gods and therefore made them ni rasam, by absorbing the jivana rasam or the vital fluids he made them ni rasam or weak. When Bandhasura does that he continues to do that even in us every day by trying to entice us to the Harishad Vargas Kama, Krodha, Madha, Matsarya, Lobha and when we are talking about these enemies that are there inside each of us Bhanda Sura tries to make us a victim to these enemies who are internal to us and therefore weakens The divinity in each of us, every one of us has certain amount of good, certain amount of bad, certain amount of evil. That's how all the beings are born. Depending on our acharas, vicharas, sadacharas, we will start developing those gunams, whether it is sura, divinity, asura, rakshasa, or rakshasa in asuras again you have good asuras and bad asuras prahalada bhali and others and there are hiranyakaspa and hiranyaksha so evil ones are like ravana asura and others who knowing all the knowledge they will not convert it into wisdom therefore they will not apply and they'll think they are an exception to that knowledge that is the evilness stupidity of first order now this bandhasura who continues to operate us in every second of our existence continues to weaken the good and the divinity in us in and, and slowly converts us to bad and evil therefore most of our present we spend in regretting about our past therefore we are effectively losing a plan on how we can spend the near future. That is how most of the people constantly live in a regretful, regret filled, regretful life. Now, when the whole cosmos, the Brahmandam, was impacted, Sada Shiva was prayed to by the gods and he did a Deva Yagnam. And in that Deva Yagnam, he invited the para shakti now the importance here is that brahmandam which is completely taken by bandhasura is none other than our human bodies that have finite limitations when we realize the divine forces in us are no longer in our control and the demonic forces are taking over whether it is through the bodily desires or whether it is to addictions whether it is through other bad habits that we know are bad for us, but we are forced or we continue to do because we don't know how to get out. At that point in time, if we make Saranagati to that Sadashiva, then he will come who is called Shambhu means the divinity in us will be connected with the mains or the supreme power from outside where Shiva will come and perform the deva yagnam in order to light up the weakening divine forces in us and that yagnam is none other than this chitadnikunda sambhuta Karya samudhyata which essentially means when we are constantly mulling over and constantly thinking on how I can become better in that Sat Chit Anand, in Chit, in our thought process, when we start asking for the help of the Lord, Shiva will come to Chidagni to in order to enable the mother, wherever she is Mahapati Vrata, wherever her husband Parashambhu goes, Mother Goddess Parvati, the Paradevata also goes. When Shiva starts doing this, Mahayagam. He invites the agni in him, which rises from the base of the spine of Shiva all the way to the Agya Chakram. That is the reason only Shiva is shown with the third eye. And from that Agya chakram, his shakti or Lalita Parabatarika came out in the form of agni, therefore lighting that yagakundam. And that is when Chidagni Kunda Sambhuta happened. This needs to happen in each of us and each of our lives. When we realize we are no longer able to correct ourselves, no matter which walk of life we are in, when we pray to Shiva with the Sharanagati, he and his Shakti, Shiva Shakti, both will come together into us while Shiva is performing the yagnam Inviting his Shakti, the Adi Shakti, Parashakti, Akila Shakti, she will rise as his Kundalini and become that fire which is the Para Agni, not the fire within us which has become a victim to Bandhasura, therefore it is not able to burn anything. But when we start getting this Jnana Agni of Paradevata or Lalitamba through Shiva, her. Masculine force that's when mother comes and enters into our body through that chitagni kunda sambhuta chitagni sambhuta devakarya samudhyata in order to perform the devakaryas in us she will take a form she is all existing supraja but she will take a form when she comes from that fire she is called lalita when Mother Divine dwells in the Manidvipam, she is called Bhuvaneshwari. And this Lalita Mahatriprasundari is the one who will help us to transcend the three states of Jagrat, awakening, Swapna, dream, sushupti, the transitional state taking us to the fourth state of realization. Now, in order to reach this, one needs to understand that Mother Divine can operate without any limitations. Therefore, Nirupadi, she can operate without any limitations on the body. She can come into our body as Parashakti. Shakti. Therefore, reducing Bandhasura into ashes. Nirupadi, Nirishvara, there is no supreme god or goddess than her. When we pray to Rama, Krishna, Shiva, you are praying to different organs of Mother Divine as we discussed in and the sakriti So it doesn't matter which form and Nama we are praying to, directly or indirectly we are praying to that Mother Lalita Tripurasundari herself. This is a brief attempt at Nirupadir Nirishwara and in the next episodes we will discuss the next Nama. Stay blessed, spread the bliss around. Srimatre Namaha.